At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning, too. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, the DK Network. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin live from Bar Canada at the D here downtown. How you doing, man? You good? All good I'm with doing you? Well. Doing well. Thursday night football tonight. Let's go, baby. NFL Week 2. Ready. Philly in Minnesota. We'll talk about that here momentarily. It's Thursday. That means unscripted with the crack man. Bill Krakenberger in studio. Oh, it's not a studio. I'm sorry. Uh, at the bar. At the bar. Um, <laughs> right here live. We'll have him. JVT, who is uh, Cole kicking it with his uh, NFL model. He'll join us on the show today, as will Paul Carr, the return of Paul Carr, everybody, to talk uh, Premier League football. Always nice to check in uh, with Paul Carr. Uh, by the way, uh, coming to terms with the fact that I might be attracted to one of those AI fans in uh, at the Chargers game. <laughs> I'm dealing with that this morning in my head while I do the show. So while we do the show for two hours, that's what I'm, I'm just worried we, about. We were discussing pre-show the, uh, the, <laughs> the right. models who are using AI versions of themselves to make money. That's, that's a good I'm way like, to go. Oh, I didn't even know about that. I'm like, that fan sure is something. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, three of the NL Cy Young, three of the four NL Cy Young competitors, or at least the, uh, the four at the top of the board, uh, the shortest shots on the board, were in action. And it started out, Justin Steele did not play last night, but it started out with Spencer Strider and the Atlanta Braves taking on the Philadelphia Phillies. And Spencer Strider had to use 36 pitches in the first inning against the Phillies, gave up a run, and you're like, well, 75 to 1 ain't long enough. We're Ain't uh, Yeah, ain't long enough, quite frankly, for that. But then he settled down. He had himself a great outing. He went six innings, uh, gave up just that one earned run, and uh, he uh, knocked his ERA down to 3.73. And then for a moment there, you were like, hmm, uh, 75 to 1 is out there. That was a pretty good performance. Are we sure this is done? Do I want to make this bet? And then Zach Gallen goes out for the Diamondbacks. He gets rocked by the Mets. He goes five innings, gives up six earned runs on seven hits, and you're like, do I really want, not want to make this Strider bet at 75 to 1? And then Blake Snell, on the heels of his performance, his great performance against the Astros, goes out, takes on the L.A. Dodgers at Chavez Ravine. I was on the uh, the Dodgers' first five last night. I'm figuring this is the night where it all uh, collapses for Blake Snell. Nope. Six scoreless innings in which he gives up just one hit. Eight Ks against just one walk, which was his bugaboo all year long, leads the majors uh, in walk rate. He lowers his ERA to 2.43. And you know what? Thank you, Blake Snell, for preventing me from making one more bad bet on Spencer Strider at a really long number. It's Blake Snell's 
it is Katie bar the door. Uh, you look at the numbers now. It's Blake Snell at minus 350 at DraftKings. Justin Steele, 2-1. Zach Gallen somehow is a 18 to 1. Don't bet that. Yeah. And Spencer Strider is 70 to 1. He actually came down a little bit. But yeah, for the Justin Steele people, okay, maybe you're not out. Maybe you're not. But it's looking more and more like Snell. Uh, this from uh, Optostats. Mm-hmm. We never put up a stat from uh, Optostats before. Last 20 starts for Blake Snell, 1.31 ERA. 12.54 Ks per nine, which is drifting towards Strider-esque. Right. Yeah, not quite, but you get the idea. Good, yeah. He's the first pitcher in MLB history to have a sub 1.50 ERA with 12.50 plus Ks per nine over a 20 start span in a single season. So tip of the cap, really, even for those of us who had Strider tickets and were so uh, passionately in the camp of Strider for all kinds of great reasons, uh, advanced metrics, but it, it should go to Blake Snell. He has done this. The, the Astros-Dodgers Kinella is what makes you tip your cap. You're like, all right, dude, that, that's where you were supposed to crash. Yeah. You Not only did you not crash, you went through those two games with flying colors. Yeah, it's, well, look, it was a bet I made as well. You know, I don't make a ton of baseball bets, but I thought we had a lot of great, uh, you know, on Strider, we had a lot of great, you know, conversations with a lot of smart people about it. I mean, what, when you're making bets at the time we were, you're expecting thing water to find its level with a couple of these guys with what they're doing, right? You mentioned the strand rate over and over again with uh, Blake Snell. We talked about the ERA and all the strikeouts with Spencer Strider. And uh, look, like, you know, we took a shot. We thought it was a good number, a good time for what we were looking at advanced metrics-wise. Just didn't play out that way. Tip the gap to Blake Snell. I did make three bets yesterday. Bit of a bit of a betting spree. You did. Yeah, you did. Um, first, right after a numbers game, I got off air right behind us here at the D. We have a Circa book, of course. I... I did the I did the Luis Arias thing in football. Now Luis Luis Arias, another bet that will not get there. By the way, I have him at eighty to one, which at the time was a great number. He was flirting with four hundred. By the way, I think he's hitting three forty nine now. Um, shows you how tough. Four, what a loser! What a loser! <laughs> he's so bad at baseball. Uh, but it shows you how tough it is to get to four hundred. But the theory being, if he did get to four hundred. Uh, that it's something that hasn't been done in baseball since 1941. It's such a hallowed mark, Ted Williams doing it in 1941, that he would be, uh, that voters could not help themselves but vote for him for MVP. I'm going to do the same thing with Tyreek Hill. I just did. MVP, 75 to 1. Tyreek Hill, obsessed with getting 2,000 receiving yards. He started out with 200 plus in week one, more than 10% of the way there. And I believe if Tyreek Hill gets to 2,000 receiving yards, that this MVP award that suddenly in the last four years, we've sort of decided passively, tacitly, that it's some kind of quarterback award and that the offensive player of the year goes to a non-quarterback, I think he would buck that. So I grabbed Tyreek at 75 to 1. I mentioned on guessing lines that Puka Nakua of the Rams not only caught 10 passes, but got 15 targets from Matthew Stafford. I'm a little, it's a little bit of a salty bet because it was, you know, when I mentioned it, it was higher. And then even yesterday, it was like 30 to 1. Before I could even put the money down, it's 25 to 1. So obviously, Cooper Cup's uh, health will be the bugaboo in this one. But I'll take my shot at 25 to 1 on Puka Nakua at Offensive Rookie of the Year, 25 to 1. And then yesterday, the Giants with just another another magical, improbable comeback. Uh, They take down the Guardians 6 to 5 after trailing that game 5 to 1. I got him at plus 220 to make the playoffs in what is just an amazingly awesome 
race for the final NL wildcard position. The Phillies and Cubs better watch themselves, or they they may drop down into that. Right now, the Phillies and the Cubs inhabit the number one and two wildcard spots in the National League. But the Diamondbacks, the Giants, the Marlins, and the Reds each have 71 losses at this point, with the Diamondbacks and the Reds a half game in front of the Giants and the Marlins. Giants and D-backs, really the two teams that control their own destiny here um, more than the others. Um, but really, at this point, you got 16 or 15 ball games left, depending on the team. Uh, the Phillies and uh, Cubs, as I said, just above the D-backs, Reds, Giants, and Marlins for that last one. So it's a great, great race in the NL. So I took my shot at the Giants uh, with the Giants at plus 220 because, remember, they have all the tiebreakers against the other three teams, D-backs, Reds, and Marlins. Reds and Marlins clinched for the season. D-backs still have something to say about that in a two-game set coming up. Huge two-game set between the two teams in Arizona next week, where if the Giants won one of the two, they would still maintain the tiebreaker against the D-backs. Oh, and there's one tennis pick today. I am on Sophia Kennan uh, in San Diego, Kelly. Once again, San Diego. I'm on Sophia Kennan. Don't really understand why she is the dog at plus 115 against Anastasia Potapova, who did beat Anjabur yesterday, but that was really more about Anjabur's serve being completely exploitable. Sophia Kennan showing signs of her 2020 Australian Open self, where she won her one slam. So I'm, I got Kennan today at plus 115. Uh, as far as the game tonight, the Vikings at the Eagles. Vikings coming off that horrific loss of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where they were minus three in turnovers. The Eagles coming off that win which was really buoyed by the turnovers at the beginning. And then they held on for dear life. I believe I said on Guessing Lines that the uh, Patriots had about 75 chances to win that game. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't get it done. Eagles are six-point favorites. This is down to six now at home against the Vikings. Yep. Um, just, to, just to look at, for those who haven't kept track, um, the Eagles injury report as of yesterday evening. Ungood. Ungood. Running back Kenneth Gainwell is out. Gainwell is out with ribs, but, you know, I don't think that's a real issue. DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, probably better backs anyway. Uh, the real issues come on defense. Defensive tackle Fletcher Cox, questionable. Uh, Nicobe Dean, their standout linebacker, is out with the foot injury, so they're going to have to rely on undrafted free agent Christian Ellis uh, in his stead. That ain't a good downgrade. And Dean's been the the green dot leader on the defense, getting the He's plays. He's middle linebacker, yep. yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the secondary... Both James Bradbury, their cornerback, is out with a concussion, and Reed Blankenship out with a rib injury. Um, and, of course, the Vikings rely on the passing game with Kirk yep. Cousins at the helm. Say what you will about Kirk Cousins, but obviously he's got uh, super talented targets. So that's what the Eagles are dealing with. The Vikings, they're dealing with stuff themselves. And you, <laughs> right. were, just, you were just saying yesterday off air, I think, which, is, which is, a, is an appropriate comment, which is you can't believe how after one week all these teams are, like, completely banged it's up. Just, it's every year. You know, yeah. like, every year I feel like we sit here after week one, and I'm like, I'm looking at an injury report, and it's like, how, like, how do the Eagles have this many injuries on? Already. You yeah, know, like and there are worse teams. Of course, Bill Belichick's already up to his old his old ways sure. of like his injury report report is this long, where there's three names on everybody else's. But yeah, Minnesota they're dealing with. Uh, they got Bradbury, their center will be out uh, for tonight, and then Christian Darrisaw questionable offensive tackle for them. So yeah, offensive line problems for them tonight. Well, Darrisaw's the big one. Bradbury uh, is their center. He's out with a back injury. He get, but the thing about Bradbury is he gave up the third most sacks by a center last season. So I don't know how huge of a loss that is. The Darisol is the big one, right? This, this is always like the like when you have the crappy college team where it's like, well, they only have three returning starters. And oh. you're like, well, is that a good thing or a bad I, thing? I say that all the time. Everyone's 
they got they got 18 returning starters back. I'm like, were they any good? Weren't they like three and eight? Yeah, like that's not a good thing. That's my biggest thing with that. Um, yeah, no, Christian Darisaw, their left tackle. That's the big injury, as you said, going up against uh, that that uh, Eagles pass rush, yeah. who again we mentioned is is banged up in their own right, and then Marcus Davenport um, is out as well. So, you know, if you look back at last week's advanced stats. They generated a 23% pressure rate, the Vikings did against Baker Mayfield, which ain't good, mm-hmm. especially when they blitzed at the highest rate. 48% of I have their it at, I have it at over 50%. Really? Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> you, you know, add all of that to the mix for tonight's game again. I don't have a pre-flop play on it. I don't think you do either. I did. I, tie, I tied the, tease, uh, the Eagles into a teaser oh, earlier in the week. Injuries did not go my way. I would be staying away from it now, but I'm already pocketed. This will be in-game. Too many injuries on both sides too many question marks for me uh not grabbing the eagles in survivor either because there's obviously thanksgiving and christmas considerations there as well we'll come back and uh we'll start with jvt next numbers game visa the sports betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game live from Bar Canada at the D here downtown Las Vegas. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin right here at VSEN, the sports betting network. Also, the Sports Betting Network. What did I just say? The Sports Bidding Network? What did I just say right there? Uh, we get tweets at What'd Beating you bid the Book. On that? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anything you want to bid on, we're your, we're your folks. Uh, you came to the right place. Uh, Sean Boland, right? So this was after, again, this was after the Strider start and before the Snell start. He's like watching the Dodgers in San Diego. They brought up how the voting is a very East Coast bias in player awards and how Snell, Steele, Strider could come down to that. Strider had a great night, still 75 to 1. Isn't that a play? Small bet, but still bet? No. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't after what we just talked about. I think Snell, too good. Too good, and he deserves, again, the tip of the cap. Uh, B-Man uh, was wondering, uh, Parlay no longer on the Megapod. He has a conflict. He has a conflict. That's why he's no longer on the Megapod. Uh, we're happy to have Will Hill, but we, we love Jeff Parlay. Producer number five and eight, the Grover Cleveland of producers on this show. Hey, we love Jeff. That's, that's my dude. On to that's my dude. Bigger and better things, we hope, for him. Yeah. I don't know about better, but yeah, no, great. <laughs> so off to better, off to better, off to bigger things, maybe. I don't know about bigger, but we, off the things. We wish the best for you. Absolutely, <laughs> we do. Uh, Grandpa bets. Oh, this was just talking about like the uh, the grass versus turf because this came up with the Aaron Rodgers um, Achilles injury, and everybody's now oh, every, you know they they want all the all the stadiums to be natural grass. 
no one has ever debated that natural grass is better than artificial turf of any kind. Uh, no one has ever debated that. The, I mean, the Michael Irvin concussion on the on the turf in Philly is the one that sort of leaps off the page. The, the point that those of us, uh, Dr. Chow was on the show the other day, um, the point that he was making was, oh, sure, you know, obviously that would help, but it's not reason number one why this happened. Achilles injuries just kind of happen and no one knows why. It might have had more to do, as Dr. Chow was sort of saying, you know, with a glint in his eye, it might have more to do with a 300-pound guy knocking you down yeah. and that happening in this case. But it is interesting that the Aaron Rodgers injury specifically created this outcry. J.K. Dobbins is in a hospital somewhere going, hey, uh, what, what about mine? That was on. That was on natural grass. I, why didn't y'all say anything? When you know uh, the other part about it too is I don't, I don't know if you caught this, but like they completely replaced the turf in MetLife this off season with the I you know the newest best form of turf that's supposed to prevent this kind of stuff. So after one game, we have that reaction. Yeah, and it's like, no. Hey, let's maybe give it a little longer. See Chubb. Gil, where was your boy Oz the Oz the mentalist with the Rogers Achilles? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I don't think that's Oz's thing though to predict an injury like that. Um, and then uh, finally from Michael Burns, uh, thanks for the tennis pick. I got plus one twenty. And then Mike Rouse with a great question because I had uh, just bet the Giants plus two twenty to make the playoffs. He said DraftKings has plus three sixty for the Giants to be the number six seed specifically. Thoughts? It's a great call, Mike Rouse, uh, because. The Cubbies are too clear of the number six position, too ahead of the number six position, and the Cubs would have a tiebreaker over the Giants as well. So not a not a bad call by you at all. Let's talk to JVT. He's our senior NBA analyst. He's also doing college football shows on the weekend. He's also NFL modeling. Jonathan Montobel, everybody, at me, JVT. How you doing, John? I'm good. What's going on, guys? Uh, we're doing very well. I'm very excited about your uh, NFL model because, and let me just say this right off the top, too. I have a great deal of respect for you for doing this because you had no issue whatsoever with saying, you know what? This is something I don't know about. I'm going to learn about it. I'm going to do it with exhaustive research. And whatever the results, I'm going to learn from it. And so far, the results are good. But just from me to you, I respect you, man. Good job on that. I, you know, I appreciate it. And I, and I do hope because uh, we've gained a lot of traction and a lot of attention for this thing. I, I think that a lot of it was the success for people who don't know. You know, if you bet every edge, the model spit out for week one, you went 12 and four uh, and the best bets were four and one. But but the, the whole thing that I want to reiterate and I've been reiterating for an entire time is I do think in the long run, this might be a losing effort, but it's more about the process than the results. This is fun. It's a cool thing. There's different challenges. I just wrote about the most recent batch of challenges, which is, you know, how do you adjust now with a very small sample size of data from a new season and what you do now moving forward here into week two. So I'm really excited to see how this folds out, but I've had a lot of fun doing it. So I appreciate you saying that because I think there is a really cool process here at hand. And maybe this is something that I'll start to do for real as we move forward in NFL seasons. But at the very least, I'm just happy uh, that it got off to a good start because uh, it's just really cool to see the work pay off for at least one week. We'll see what the other weeks bring. Yeah, you were four and one in the contest play that reflects the model, as I, as I understand it. What was the one loss? Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo was the oh, one loss. You, so you, you it, didn't even deserve you, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you would have told me before and oh going into Monday and Aaron Rodgers gets hurt four snaps in, I'm like, cool. JBM off to a five and oh start. What what has the model spit out for week two? Can you share? 
<laughs> so, yeah. So, and this is up on the website of Easton.com. And this is part of like the process that we're talking about here, Gil, which is just like, I, I feel very conflicted about what week two brings because there are about eight games that are right in line with the market. So it makes me feel pretty good about, okay, the model is kind of taking the right steps. But the edges that it has spit out are massive. And one of the biggest ones, it's got Tampa Bay by 10.9 points against the Chicago Bears. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) that's that's clearly a very big anomaly here. But if you go around and you look at the rest of the board, you know, when the with the first line posted Philly minus seven and a half, it had Philly by nine. Uh, You know, the Chargers are what, three point favorites. They're they're projected to win by four point eight. You know, it's a lot of these numbers are kind of right in line with where the market is. But some of the edges are really big. So, you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers thing really does scare me. I think that there's something wrong here. Now, I think very clearly the model very much dislikes the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. It had them as underdogs last week by about three and a half points to the Green Bay Packers. It's got them as 10.89 point underdogs to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's part of it. And if you go down to the bottom, too, I think we spit this up. This Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's also the second biggest edge on the board. The Steelers are now two and a half point underdogs at home. And while initially you're going to say, OK, well, that's a pretty big edge. If you compare it with the look ahead line, which is actually Steelers minus one, it is kind of in line with where the market was there. So I don't feel too bad about that one. But when you see big edges like the Buccaneers by 10.9 points, it does leave me a little worried, but the exercise is play the biggest edges. And so the Bucks will be on the card this weekend. All right. Well, we clarified the Pittsburgh one. Where's your edge on Pittsburgh or on Cleveland? Uh, Pittsburgh. So the, the Steelers, uh, the JVM's got them favored by about 4.3 points. Okay. The JVM. That's the Jonathan yeah, John Von, Von model. John Von model is what we're calling yeah. it. I love That's that. Right. Yeah. The Jonathan yeah, so Von model. For people at home, if you're yeah. maybe watching, if you're watching or, or driving to on the right hand column, that's projected home margin of victory is what's yes. in that call. Okay. Yes. All right. So, and I, I know I've got a lot of questions really, really quickly. A negative number means that the road team is favored there. So if you see like chargers, negative 4.83 in the projected home margin of victory, that's a projected home margin of victory for the away team, essentially. Okay. So Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh will be two of your five picks this week. Weekend yes. Based on yep. the Jonathan Vaughn model. I like it. And charges with the rest of us. Let's go. And charges or with maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if there's enough of an edge there for him. Uh, well, so we'll do with Kelly. What we do is the, the contest numbers will come out. So we'll rerun, you know, how much the edge is compared to the contest numbers. And we'll play those. As of now, I think the biggest plays were going to be, uh, let's see, the Steelers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, the Dallas Cowboys. And then there's a fifth that I am not remembering. Oh, the, I think it might be the Packers, but I'll have to double check. But yeah, the, the, for sure, those four are going to be on the card. JVT, you're our senior NBA analyst, obviously. Do you plan on doing this for the NBA? Yes. So I am currently writing the NBA guide, but I do have the workings of a player model that's kind of sitting in an Excel doc as well. Uh, That has proved to be very, very challenging. So I'm really hoping to get that off of the ground before the NBA season starts, but at the very least have it at some point ready for the NBA season. But that's presenting a whole bunch of different challenges because that's got to be player based. You can't do team based models in the NBA, given the moving parts almost every single night, you know? Yeah. And I would even say, you know, working with Dr. Bob, the honor and and being privileged enough to work with him for so many years. That was his that's been his key to basketball, both NBA and college throughout the years is figuring out the value of each player and the replacement player. It's kind of what it sets him apart in that. So I think you're you're definitely right about that. Uh, College football, you have the two shows this weekend at VEASAN, again, a a live show on Saturday, then a uh, opening lines show, for lack of a better term, on uh, on Sunday. What do you like this weekend? Did you bet anything pre-flop in college football? 
Yeah, I'll tell you, the one that I do have for sure at the top of the list, uh, let's go to our own backyard. UNLV is at home. They are playing host to Vanderbilt. Vandy's about a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I, I, the market, if you've watched every week, it reminds you of Texas last year, Gil. So every Sunday on the opening line show, Texas would be bet by the those who set the market, right? Market would move every time in Texas' direction. Uh, and yet, as we saw down the stretch, Texas was not the team that the market rated them to be. We are seeing that now with Vanderbilt. 17-and-a-half-point favorite against Hawaii. They end up not covering that game. 35 and a half point favorite against Alabama A&M. They don't cover that game. The market moves in their direction against Wake Forest. They don't cover that game. I think the market is too high on what Vanderbilt is here. UNLV is coming off of a road loss to Michigan, but they do have some positive signs. And now back at home against, I think, a very overvalued team by the betting market. I'll take my shot once again. I bet against Vandy last week with Wake, and I'm going to come back again and take four and a half with UNLV at home against the Commodores. All right. Uh, 20 seconds. Anything on the Colorado game? Your instinct on that? Uh, yeah, my instinct is I, you know, the goofy meme on Twitter. I'll f it and do it again. I'll f and do it again. Uh, I bet Nebraska last weekend, and Jeff Sims was atrocious. They should have been at least tied. And I'll f and do it again with uh, Clay Millen and the Colorado State Rams. Let's go. I didn't know you had a goofy version of yourself on Twitter. I didn't know that was your Twitter person. Oh, uh, I mean, now you're showing your aid. No, it's like Goofy from Disney. It's it's a good oh. meme. I'll send it to you guys. Oh, I thought it was just a Goofy JVT. Hey, no, good no. good on you again, John. I, I'm that that's awesome, and and I will be tracking as as will everybody else. And you're right. In the end, the process is what matters. Thank you for joining us, man. Really appreciate it, Gil. Thank you. Jonathan Montobel, everybody, at me, JVT. Not only our senior NBA analyst, but doing college football shows and doing an NFL model. Paul Carr joins us. Premier League picks on the other side. Next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, Skill Alexander. Normally, I'd read a promo here, but uh, guess what? Already did it. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Wrong time wrong place we do get tweet, uh, tweets though that i should mention tom from pittsburgh love the show has it been considered that the hackers simply want the name of a very specific sushi restaurant hmm. interesting <laughs> point that. interesting point uh, that's good that's cute uh soccer picks club i work at a large financial services company and we have a policy around how much we auto pay for a ransomware attack and when the decision needs to be escalated to our board this is a huge issue and we spend tens of millions annually on on wow. cybersecurity. Wow. That is incredible. Eric uh, at, uh, was it, uh, EFEZY 450. It's very E40 of you right there. Uh, MGM rated F in cybersecurity, according to Moody's. Credit rating might down might be downgraded. Perplexing strategy, to say the least. Uh, this is from David Shalifor. Hey, guys, do you know uh, if there's any podcasts that do course analysis <laughs> and also give out props, matchups, and outright winners? Yeah, it's called Long Shots. This is always where we're like, you know, we don't hear the commercials during the commercial break. So every time you you joke about it, like, I'm sure it's just playing every Bro, commercial break. I don't you guys, it, You guys should have 500,000 downloads an episode at this point. Uh, Mark Geiger, our in-house attorney, is uh, pretty much repeating everything I said. He said, they aren't being nice. It's a genius marketing. Uh, it's genius marketing, and they will make tons of money by doing refunds in select circumstances. But underbetters on Rogers should be paid 100%. Yes, I agree completely with all of that. Uh, and Tom F. And the four tops appearing at a casino near you. Apparently, we played some four tops behind us as well. Uh, it's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. It is Bill Krakenberger. Um, Survivor. 
Okay. How many you start with? How many you lose? Before we get into that, you said something that's that, that oh, just please. Yes. You said something about something that, that that made me think of yesterday. So yesterday, there's a there's a guy on Twitter that that's um, he he says he rates podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I did a podcast in Canada with um, a good group up there of guys that that circles off group. I did a podcast up there with one of the guys named George. Um, I seen his story once and I liked it. I followed him. He followed me back. He's like, oh, oh my God, Craig, thank you for the follow. Let's can I get you on one of, my, one of the shows? I said, sure. So I went on there, and it was like kind of this show. We talk shop. It's kind of unscripted. I said, he sent me like 10 questions. I said, George, George, just ask me anything. Yeah. Better off than because than, I, I have to remember the questions. I'm not going to have said answer. Just ask me anything. I'll, I'll, if I don't like the question, I'll lead you in another, another area. Don't worry, without answering it. Yeah. And um, I think that's one of my specialties. <laughs> but no, I'm, to be real serious, though. So. I talked about some things I've never talked about on any shows, personal things, things I do and things, how I, how I grew up, what I did, what, you know, I'm one of the only guys that like to talk about being a loser. I was a loser before I was a winner. I, you know, so that, that's what I did. So a lot of times people will pick on that because, and because we talk about that and I'm not a guy that brags about winning or anything. And so it's, it's not what I do. So the, sometimes they'll say, well, is this guy a loser or a winner? So this particular podcast thing, um, rating, which he, yeah, a rating service, he's got, uh, you know, 150 followers. Anyway, he said, oh, I rate that two out of 10 because of, well, you didn't give me no sports picks. <laughs> so some people can always want. Picks. Yeah. He's like, no, oh, that was, yeah. it was it just not, didn't, didn't mean nothing to me. I want to tell you about what I, what I, uh, my answer to him. Cause I, I, I sent him a DM. And of course, just like most of these, these guys under anonymity, uh, d- didn't send one the thing. Courage of courage anonymity. So it's all about being, I said, buddy, it's all about being relatable and talking about where I came uh, from. And more importantly, teaching the up and coming about responsible gaming. Cause I talked about that a little bit on there. I said, you want analytics? You want revenge of the nerd? Gilbert Poindexter and Booger type shows that put you, you to sleep? There's plenty of them out there too. Point Dexter on the microphone. You know so, that reference, Gil? No, no, I'm just you know, like I just, okay. uh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm just saying, like, there's plenty of them out there. And by the way, yeah, they are good. I'm not making fun of them. There's a couple shows. Listen, yeah, of course, guys that are some people that talk analytics don't talk in the human English language. Of course not. They talk X, Y, Z, but you have to just know, just take little nuggets of information out of those. And I'll tell you what, there's some good ones out there. And let me, let me, let me, I'll give you one. Your Megapod. Hey. I left. No, I, no, I, was, I left. I was like 10. Oh, nine, really? No, no, I, I left last week, <laughs> and I listened to your Megapod with Fez. It's phenomenal. I he really, was phenomenal. I couldn't really hear much off of because of the Wishnoff buttoning, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> they, they had the over-under. You guys put someone, you or him, someone put an over-under. Fezzik, eight and a half, he said, oh, yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like no, that. Yeah. Way, way, way over. Um, By the way, today, uh, after the show, Adam Chernoff on the Megapod today. Oh, now there you go. Now look, now you the have someone. Beating the book Megapod. Now you have someone that's very smart. Yeah. Uh, Someone that's in the business that that actually is a winning sports better. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's just you know, the the difference back and forth. Well, but there. you said something there, which uh, you know, if we talk about sports betting media in general, like I'll put Chernoff on the short list of this as well. There are and Drew Dinsick is another guy. There are very few people, right, um, who who can communicate some of the great information, right? So you have people in, in sports betting who are one of two things. They're either, they either are just like brand new and they pro- proclaim themselves experts and then they talk, right? Or there's the super duper duper smart people who 
are so smart that they can't really communicate what they're trying to say. Yes. I won't name any names. No, of course. Right? But yeah. there's, there's a very small group, and Chernoff is one of them. Drew Dinsick is another one. I point to those two guys. Um, Chernoff definitely, yeah. Like, you know, listen, it's, who it's are simple. able to, to, to bridge that gap. Yes. If you're working this full-time, if you have a full-time job and you're going to come on and say you're a pro and, and, and say you're a pro and you do, oh, you're also a pro, you're a winning sports better, you're a pro, listen, I, I'm sorry, I don't believe you. I don't believe you're doing your own work, working a 40, 50, 60 hour a week job, and then you come on the weekends and, and weekend warrior and go on a couple shows and say you're a winning sports player. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. So, I, so yes, I know, I know that uh, these guys are they're, they're you know full time guys. Adam is definitely. Um, By the way, do we bring this? Do we talk about this on air? About I think we did probably. So I don't want to repeat it, but it was about that bet bash panel with uh, Bazola from Circles Off was yeah. on there, but Darren Ravel was on there, and Darren yeah. Ravel, who I have no no reason. To, to like whatsoever. He's plagiarized my tweets back in the day when I was a nobody. He had no problem doing that. But he took a lot of incoming. And one of the moments on that show, on that, on that panel, was that Pozzola... Uh, who I love also, but he was talking about how, oh, you know, we all know that these two guys on Twitter are winning betters. And Ravel called him on it and said, why do you know that? Why do you know that? And Rob was like, well, I think everybody agrees. No, no, you don't know anything. You don't know. And that was like, if, if I were the moderator really? of that panel, I would have stopped it. And yeah. I would have said like, point, point to Darren Ravel on that, because that is a true, Interesting. that was too much of an echo chamber yeah. for that panel, I yeah. thought. Yeah. No, no, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, listen, all these social media platforms, uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, they're full of people who you think may, you know, let that, that say they win or there's a guy on. So, I, now, there, there's some guys on there I enjoy to watch because they're, they're so full of themselves and they're out there. I am the chosen one. I am 13 and one. You know, it, they're funny things. But these kids, unfortunately, they believe this stuff. And there's so much, you know, many, most people are lying if they say they win. What is your what is your survivor status, sir? What did, how many did you start with? How many you got? I lost on Seattle and I lost on Minnesota. I lost two of 10. Two yeah. of ten. Yeah. All right. Well, you only had singles on each of them. Yeah. How many different plays did you make in those ten? I had Washington on six and Baltimore on two. That's well, it. We all got lucky on Washington. I want to tell you something. At Woo. one point. Yeah, man. During the first half of these games. Oh, yeah. 80% of the pool looked like it was going to be eliminated. <laughs> no, seriously, it was remember, unbelievable. You remember last year, week one, 56% got knocked out. It looked one. like that we were headed to that direction. It, it did. Oh, yeah. No, let, me, let me tell you something, too. Even though I said, even though I had Washington, when we had the a guy that the, the BetMGM hosts our show, when the head trader came on yeah. Sunday's Fox show yeah. and said, I've been in this business for 20 years plus. I've never seen so much one-way action as the day before Colorado mm -hmm. and Washington Redskins. Oh, he said, boy. we're 90%. I can't make the line more appetizing enough. Wow. We're 90. We're not going to move off seven. But we'll go minus seven, minus 25. We'll even give you a scalp. We're 90%. On we need we need we need Arizona ninety percent immediately when we go at the end of the game at the end of the show I give out a, I give out a game and I don't like to do sides but I said listen I got to go on the sports book side I actually wind up taking taking uh, Arizona in a bet so uh, you know Arizona I, I, did everything to gift that game yeah it was like the old Eddie Murphy sketch where you, you get, 
Go ahead, take the newspaper. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Cir- Circa had seven and a half on that, by the way. You know, people, uh, the, the one, those little half of points around the three or the seven here in town, living in town, normally I'll find that at the stations, a Boyd, you know, one of those joints that kick you out. But those, this, you actually had seven and a half. I, I was shocked. How much money, how much money they must take on a bet to oh. move from seven to seven and a oh, half, Circa? Oh, wow. By the way, they'll, the difference between here and like an East Coast, they'll take a bed. Yeah. Some of these East Coast shops, they really will not take a bed. Oh, it's no, just incredible. no. It's, 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 it, it is incredible. Who do you like in Survivor this week with your remaining eight? I, I'll tell you what. I'm not, or however many you have. Yeah, left. I'm not doing it. To, I, I'm, I'm partners in a lot of people. You know, People couldn't go in. They want, they want to, hey, crack, can you take half my entry or 60%? Boy, what a mistake I made, too. You know, the, there was a kid that, that works in, uh, in, in, in the offices there uh, where, I, where, where we're starting. By, by the way, we're starting our wisecrack podcast up uh, Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're starting back, that back up again. Cracks. So the kid was like, crack, can you, can you please take a little bit here? We, we we collected 400 from the pool from the office, and can you take 600 in each pool? I said, all right. So I gave him 1,200 bucks. He went down, and of course, he lost both entries on, on uh, Seattle first week. Yeah. But I didn't even know, so it's 1,200 blown. So what, what do you think of this week? And real quick. Oh, uh, well, I really don't have a, a strong thing yet, but maybe maybe this is the week to go to for, for Buffalo. Yeah. Even, though, even though Vegas just got hit, by the way, live line. Vegas and then went down to eight, eight and a half now uh, against Buffalo. A lot of people going to be on Buffalo, including at least one of mine, I think. Yeah, I think a teaser leg, it just became for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I yeah. just got bet, though. Just now, it's down to eight, eight and a half now. Still the biggest line of the weekend. Yeah. Um, no, well, no, not Dallas, anymore. Dallas. Not anymore. Yeah. Dallas is, yeah. Coming back with the crack man. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.